Good evening, it is February 10th, 2019. It is a Sunday, and I want to discuss the Trail of Tears. And the reason why I want to discuss the Trail of Tears was because our stupid president um, put out a tweet towards Elizabeth Warren, who announced her presidency, her run for the presidency on Friday. Um, Trump always calls her Pocahontas, that's what he does. She she ha- has put claims in in the past of being having Native American heritage, that has come into question, and Trump continues to talk about it. This is an ongoing thing. Elizabeth Warren has to figure out how she's going to explain herself, and that she is. That's okay. I like her policies, but that she needs to explain herself. That being said, our president is a, an infantile baby, and he puts out these tweets. But one of the things, and I don't even like to acknowledge these tweets. I think they're just a, just a complete waste of time, and somebody leading the superpower of the world should not be worrying about some of the nonsense that this child does, but he does. And I really want to talk about the last part of his tweet. He actually said Pocahontas or something like that. I'll see you on the trail in bold letters and an exclamation point. And people assume that what he meant was the trail of tears, which he's mocking, which is in native Americans eyes. The trail of tears is considered a genocide. These are people that were taken from their land in the Southeastern portion of the United States um, George, uh, Alabama, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida, and were basically because of the Indian Removal Act of 1830 that Andrew Johnson signed into law. They were told to get off their land, and they were allocated land west of the Mississippi to move to forcibly to live there because the land was rich in cotton, and wealthy white landowners wanted the land for themselves so they can cultivate the cotton and make a fortune. This is what happened. Andrew Johnson, excuse me, Andrew Jackson did not, he had a history with Native Americans and it wasn't a good history. He had battles, bloody battles with the Creeks in Georgia and the Seminoles in Florida. So Jackson was never a fan of the Native Americans. And, he, and really one of the first order of his business when he came into office in 1828 was to put, to, to begin the Indian Removal Act and sign it into law. And he did. It was, I think it was probably his first big piece of legislation, if I'm not mistaken. mistaken. So that's what happened. And they were forcibly removed. And the groups that were removed were the Cherokee, the Creek, the Chickasaw, the Choctaw, and the Seminole. And those were from the five those five states now these were people who lived on this land for generations upon generations and they were just told the government now federal government owns this land and so the settlers started coming in and violence started happening and they were supported by the federal government and the states the states of georgia particularly they they skewed laws to also have them removed so they were in cahoots with the federal government and um this is what happened i mean these people were forcibly removed from the land that they had been on for generations so to joke about it it just shows how one how uneducated this man is but also how he's not sensitive to the plights of others And what I want to do with this podcast is really show 
I don't really want to focus on one in particular person, whether I think it's the president, whether it's some mythical hero of mine or historic historical hero of mine. What I want to, and I've discussed this, has been movements of people. How these things that happen in history and politics and government affect real people. And nobody is more American than Native Americans. All this question about being what an American is, the real original Americans, were t- their land was taken from them. And, and I think that's something we, we need to recognize. And it's part of American history. You know, it, I like what makes me laugh is how these topics like this become, well, it's Native American history or African American history. No, this is all American history. And we need to look at it that way. And if we do look at it that way, maybe we'll be taught more in schools and our kids will be taught more about it because these things are just blurbs and you know at least for me growing up i mean i'm 40 gonna be 42 and these were just blurbs in in our history books growing up so anyway the trail of tears is a horrific blemish on american history and there was horrible suffering so for a leader of the the leader of our country to be joking about it is just an embarrassment. It's just, it's just another embarrassment. I, mean, I sit and I basically do this podcast whenever I feel like, and I talk about the embarrassments that are happening in our country. And that's why I call it an imperfect union. It's, it's always been an imperfect union. And the only way we can get it to more perfect union is to understand some of these issues, to understand the plight of a great many people that live in this country and their ancestors. Because to whitewash history is to really not look at history. Is to look at it from a way that you want to. Most people don't want to see the other side of it, the dark side of American history. We, 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 especially white Americans, we, it's easy for us to to just kind of look at the bright side, be like, well, we're doing well now. But this is why we have some of these fractured relationships with some of the, with these groups of people why why we have such friction and and poverty it started with this so the indian removal act happened and it's a, it's an awful thing and andrew jackson is is considered to to the native americans andrew jackson is like equal to hitler and i don't think people bes- besides Native Americans and people that understand that side of history, even realize that. The general American you know, person doesn't realize that how, how Andrew Jackson is considered that. So to take away the sovereignty of, of these people and just to say, now you're moving, and you're moving across the country. It's not even like you're moving within the state boundaries. Not that would make it any better. But they, they literally moved him from southeastern United States to west of the Mississippi, which is basically central United States, to what became Oklahoma. And then they promised them, has in that in that trail of tears, what they called the trail of tears, they promised them when they got to the land that the federal government would let them have that forever. And then once Oklahoma became a state in the early 1900s, that, that was taken away from them too. So... It, you're talking 
the, the land just stolen from them. So the Chocotaw, they were the first to go. And it was the winter of 1831. And the basically the army came in and said, with bayonets drawn, said, you need to go. And they were forced off the land and they... So, there's some accounts many people have you know from historical accounts where they were chained and marched out of their land west f- with the soldiers marching with them with no supplies no medicines no t- no any anything to help them no food or you know probably just basic water and they would that was it and and the the idea the term trail tears actually came from that because they were they they asked a um a well-respected man in the Chocotaw and he spoke to an Alabama newspaper and what he said was it was the trail of tears and death and people died and this just happened and it, that was the beginning uh, the Cherokee eventually went and they actually put up a, a legal battle they they had an internal by the time the Cherokee went, it was about 1838. And they they put up a legal battle to... They they had an internal discussion. You know, obviously, they talked about it, and they, they wanted to know how they would attack it to say, we're not going. They had an internal battle. They brought it to the courts. They had people who represented them that they weren't even... That kind of sold them out, and they weren't even part of them. And they eventually went, and they would guns were drawn on them and it was horrific i i know with the Chocotaw, the over the from the creeks actually the creeks that's where that was my next thing the creeks they there was about 3500 deaths of, amongst 15000 people 3500 so i'd say a little bit less than a third of the people died because they were marched off to Oklahoma out west and this continued and this is there was whooping cough dysentery cholera starvation under the guys under the watchful eye of the federal government and the United States army and this happened and it happened in 1830, between the 1830, beginning of 1830 to about 1831 to about 1840. Hundreds of thousands of people lost their lives because they were told that you have to get off your land. And I wish it was taught in schools in depth. And it, it, it really isn't. You know, I myself, I don't even know if I even learned about it until probably high school. And even then, it might have been on my own. I can't really pinpoint when I learned about this stuff. But but then they were guaranteed, the people who survived after being robbed of their land, they were guaranteed land in Oklahoma. And the federal government promised that their, their land would be untouched forever. And it would be their land and they could do what they want with it and they'd be sovereign. And then in 1907, Oklahoma became a state. And then the territory was taken from them. Now, I'm not a historian, 
And maybe I could, if had I been a historian, I could give you more dates and more in-depth stories behind it. But this is, this is what our current president is making jokes about. And he makes jokes about the, he, how somebody could stoop so low to watch, to make a joke about a genocidal moment in American history that doesn't get discussed all the time, yes. But to talk about the President of the United States talking about this is just, it's insulting. It's despicable. And again, I don't want to just talk about him because I feel like I waste enough time on him. But if you could just put yourself in the shoes of some of those families who, yeah, they they saw they they saw the how the government was created and they saw how they were being treated. But those groups of people, the Creek, the Cherokee, the um, Chickasaw, the Choctaw, the Seminole, they they lived on that land, and all of a sudden. Laws were created to say you can't live here anymore. Your grandkids, your grandparents, your great grandparents, your great great grandparents lived on this land, and they cultivated it. And your history is here, but now you're going somewhere completely different, and you're gotta go now. It's just calling it the Trail of Tears is actually it's a fitting term. It's it's just horror. And it was genocide. And it was American genocide. And it needs to be recognized. So for our president to talk about it is an embarrassment as usual. Um, and I just think that, um, again, I like, to, I like to do this podcast and have people think about what, has ha- what happens in the world. What has happened in the past? What happens now? And government, just because, you know, you could love your country and you could have a great country. America is a great country. It has people who have the ability and or the, we have an independence that the world doesn't always see. And they kind of laugh at us because they think we're almost like a, a young child. We, we, we go crazy over our independence, about our own personal freedom. And that's not a liberal or conservative thing. That's just an American thing. And I I think that's pretty great. But there's a downside to it. And there's also a, dirt, a dark history in America. And there's, a, and there's dark things that happen every day. And governments... Governments are not the same as the people. I think we get caught up too much in the discussion of people and governments. Just because people believe one thing that doesn't mean the government believes that and just because government says thing there we have to draw the line but but to to think about what those people went through and all the other people marginalized people in our society and his in american history we need to strive to get somewhere and we have been I really believe deep down America tries to strive to be better but when we have leaders that just mock it it's a sad day 
It's a sad day because... Look at the suffering that happened because of this. It's not just a joke because it doesn't... Just because it doesn't happen to you directly or your ancestors doesn't mean it didn't happen. So anyway, that's enough for my uh, my little soapbox. I hope it made sense. Maybe it didn't, but think about that if you come across this podcast and think about the people that suffered and what that created. The land being taken away from natives, not just in the Trail of Tears, but the whole continental United States where the natives lived and how that was taken away from them and how when the injustice that has been that had been created because of that and what has happened to those communities and many people have risen up but they have a lot of, there's a lot of issues in the in the native american communities and it stems from those days so think about it have a great day have a great rest of the day have a great week and Good night. Bye.